0: Good morning. My name is Kim Bird, and I'd like to take this opportunity to say hi to our parish community. I've been attending St. John's for almost three decades. Now more than ever, I realize the importance of our church family. Our clergy and staff have done an amazing job creating opportunities to connect through online worship and fellowship. Besides Sunday services, I hope you've been able to take part in some of these. This crisis can become an opportunity to grow closer to each other and to God. Some of you will remember the fire over 25 years ago. We were new to the church. Our oldest son was the last baptism before the fire and my youngest, the first one afterwards. We were not able to worship in our beautiful church for a number of years. Despite this, we became stronger as a parish then, and we will again now. So I encourage all of you, get involved, pray, Attend a service, join a social gathering online, and reach out to other parishioners. If you need anything, please email or call the church office. And if you're new to St. John's and want to learn more about us, click the link below. Stay safe. I cannot wait to see all of you back in our beautiful church, sitting in the pews, up at the altar, singing in the choir. Thank you very much.
1: When Jesus and his disciples had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. From Nazareth in Galilee. The word of the Lord.
2: Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It
1: is right to give God thanks and praise. It is right to
2: who lives and reigns lost sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, open our lips,
1: and our mouth shall proclaim your praise.
2: Glory Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with sorrow, and also my throat and my belly.
3: For my life is wasted with grief, and my years with sighing. My strength fails me because of affliction, and my bones are consumed.
2: I have become a reproach to all my enemies, and even to my neighbors, a dismay to those of my acquaintance. When they see me in the street, they avoid me.
3: I am forgotten like a dead man, out of my mind. I am as useless as a broken pot.
2: For I have heard the whispering of the crowd. Fear is all around. They put their heads together against me. They plot to take my life. my times are in your hand rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me
3: make your face to shine upon your servant and in your loving kindness save thee. Glory, glory to the
2: father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever amen
1: A reading from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be exploited but emptied himself taking the form of a slave being born in human likeness and being found in human form he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even death on a cross therefore god also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name so that at the name of jesus Every knee should bend, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, "You say so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many accusations they make against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly the governor was accustomed to release a prisoner for the crowd, anyone whom they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Jesus Barabbas. So after they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that innocent man, for today I have suffered a great deal because of a dream about him. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus killed. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? All of them said, Let him be crucified. Then he asked, Why, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified.
3: So when Pilate saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. Then the people as a whole answered, His blood be on us and on our children. So he released Barabbas for them, and after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put him in a scarlet robe on him, And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand and knelt before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. As they went out, they came upon a man from Cyrene named Simon, They compelled this man to carry his cross, and when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it, and when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among themselves by casting lots. Then they sat down there and kept watch over him. Over his head they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus.
2: two We mm-hmm.
1: one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Sandwiched between the two Gospel readings for today is a brief passage from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Now, Paul's letters are the earliest writings of the New Testament, written down years before the Gospels. This letter was most likely written in 54 or 55 to a church Paul had founded more than a decade before. This matters because in the portion we read today, Paul quotes an existing hymn. Beginning with who, though he was in the form of God, and continuing all the way to the end of the reading, this is quoted material, a hymn already written, a hymn connecting us to the earliest Christians and shedding light on how they understood Jesus. This is called the kenotic hymn. Kenosis means self-emptying. It's an appropriate name for the hymn which praises Jesus for emptying himself, taking on the form of a slave, meaning a human, and then continuing to empty, to humble himself even to death on the cross. It is this self-emptying, the hymn proclaims, which exalts Jesus, which raises him above all names and causes our knee to bend and our tongues to confess him Lord. It is his emptying, his humility, his falling, which raises him. Kenosis is a part of who Christ is. Paul traces for us the self-emptying of the Son of God from Godhead to human, to death on a cross. Jesus' entire life is a self-emptying, not just the incarnation and the crucifixion, but the life lived in between, the miracles, the teaching. Jesus gives of himself, of his entire self, his wisdom and his power. Jesus is a bodily outpouring of divine love and mercy. Everything Jesus does, comes from a dynamic self-emptying into the world. Theologically, Jesus is of the same substance with the Father. This means that the self-emptying we see in Jesus is also true of God the Creator. God is always self-emptying, giving of God's self, always pouring out that same divine love and mercy and yet never diminishing, never changing in substance. God is love, and this is exactly what we know to be true of love. Love is self-emptying, a constant pouring forth to the beloved, to you and to me. This self-emptying seen in Jesus' incarnation, in his life and ministry, and especially in his passion. This constant pouring forth of redemptive love is how I understand the mystery that God is always with us. Through the Incarnation, Jesus was with us in a particular, time-bound, fleshly way. And God is ever with us. The God who breathed the world into being, who took on human form and died and rose again, who fills us with the Holy Spirit same God continues to create new life, to redeem us, and to animate us. God's love constantly flows, constantly fills us. God is greater than we can imagine, wildly wondrous and grand, and also very, very near. God is always with us. We, as a people of faith, are never alone, no matter how lonely no matter how physically isolated we may be, and many of us are right now. God is with us, always. There is nowhere we can can go, nothing we can do that separates us from God. Nothing. There is nothing that can happen to us that separates us from God. That doesn't make life easy. Look at the passion narrative we have just heard. Look at the week we've lived or the month we've lived. The promise that God is with us doesn't make life easy or offer smooth sailing over life's waters. But it does mean that we are not alone. And that our companion on the journey knows what it means to suffer and will not leave us there. 14th century mystic Julian of Norwich explains it thus in her book of showing. If there is anywhere on earth a lover of God who is always kept safe, I know nothing of it, for it was not shown to me. But this was shown, that in falling and rising again, we are always kept in that same precious love. In falling and rising again, we are always kept in that same precious love. What a timely message as we enter Holy Week, as we remember and bear witness to the falling and rising of Jesus. What a timely message this Holy Week, as all around us we feel things falling. Old routines have fallen away. For some of us, things seem to be falling apart. The loss of work, the loss of physical closeness with our friends and family, perhaps even the loss of hope that things will ever be okay julian speaks directly to us in our falling we are kept in god's precious love and we will rise again
2: amen we affirm our faith by reciting the apostles creed i believe in god Almighty and ever living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, Forever ever and ever. Amen. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, The peace of the Lord be always with you.
3: And also with you.
2: Again, just a word of welcome to our Palm Sunday service. These palms that have been blessed will be put aside, and they will be here when we come back when the building is open to celebrate the resurrection. And so you will be received, received a blessed palm at that time. So please be assured that these will be here waiting for you. Also, a thank you, a deep, deep gratitude for those who have given so generously uh, during this very, very difficult time. So it's allowed us to continue in a most wonderful way as we follow Jesus through Holy Week, walking towards Easter, the light that awaits us. So again, thank you for your support.